Who doesn't love food and music with Oni Montana and Flacco? Who doesn't have a podcast? This guy has a podcast. It's ridiculous. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yes, yes, yes. You welcome are now to, uh, listening to Who Doesn't Love Food and Music. And music. Yeah, yeah, bro. Episode six, oh. brother. Hot dogs. Episode six. We're coming. We're coming live from uh, from two different studios today. Oh man. Yeah. You want to touch weird. on it real quick? You want to touch? I know it is a little a little strange. It's our first time, but we had to we had to do it eventually. We had to. Do I'm it a little eventually. bit disappointed, bro. You don't like it? You don't like the vibes? Nah, man. I you know, I like I like chilling with you, bro. Same. It's a better vibe. It's a better vibe when we're in the same in, in the same studio in the in the kitchen. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? F- facts. Facts, 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 but, facts. But I'll touch on it real quick. Yeah. So I went to Miami. Right. Not the type of Miami where like everyone's dancing on cars. I'm Cuban. Right. So yeah. I went to like you Northwest on Miami Spain and stuff like that. No, I was not. I was in Northwest Miami. I was in Homestead. Shout out to Kendall. Shout out to everyone out in Fort Lauderdale. Right. Dade County, Broward County, all that good stuff. Fire, but yeah, fire, fire. so we're we're we're, we're practicing uh, social distancing just to be on the safe side. We both have uh, elderly elderly uh, people in our lives, so right, we're just right, trying right. to be careful. No, and I appreciate you for that, bro. I appreciate you for that. You know, what I mean, I definitely for you know for the listeners out there, I definitely was like, yo, Oni, you my you 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 my dude, man. I love you, B. <laughs> but <laughs> but. You know what I mean? I'm 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 a little nervous. A little household is nervous, and we have me and wifey. We've been uh, very very uh, seclusive and, and you know kind of staying in the house and respect the social distancing thing. At least for now, we were a little bit more brazen last year, and we got out of it luckily. So yeah, this time we're just you know we're definitely keeping it careful, man. So I definitely appreciate you for you know for being all right with with us trying this this way this time and. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't call it so much of a vibe killer, though. Like, you know, I'm still getting a ch- oh, to chill with my boy. We, we're still here, still, yeah. you know. No, no, I'm not mad, or I'm not mad, or nor am I uh, feeling some type of way. I just, it's just, you know, Different. we're on episode six, so we're trying to, like, keep the momentum going. Right. Right, right, right. It's weird. It's just weird yeah. just talking to a microphone and to a screen. I yeah. Like, I feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm on a, on a phone call <laughs> somewhere I don't want to be. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, so, no, I got it. I got it. So, so hot dogs, B. Today's hot. Today's hot dogs, topic. Hot dogs. hot dogs, bro. But you know what? Let's yeah, hold man. up. But we, we, we always jump the gun, man. I think we we, we get so excited to go into our topics that we 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 fast forward so much on 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 the format, right? Like we got to make sure that they know, bro. We we got to make sure that they know. All right, who doesn't love food or music? IG, you need to follow us. You need to share. You need to you need to uh, uh, interact, subscribe, like. You know what I mean? As much as as much as possible. Visit us on our on our on our on our, our solo uh, IGs. You know, Flacco loves pizza. The only Montana, the only experience. Montana experience. Yes, all of that. Um, on yep. IG, definitely, you know, come come to those sites or come to those pages. Definitely like, follow, you know, subscribe to, to all of it and share, man. You know, I'm I'm holding, you know, we have small numbers, but they're strong. They're strong. Bro. They're, they're strong. strong. We're very we're so, very, very proud right. of our numbers right now. Right, and and right now I want to hold them accountable, bro. You know what I mean? Because 
it, it, it seems like it's that we have that core uh, uh, subscriber base, and it's and it's and, and I love them, but they are also responsible for the success of this show as well, bro. How much they you know. Uh, share how much they talk about it because obviously they like the content so they keep coming back right so if you like the content and you keep coming back and you want to hear more we ain't asking for much man we're just asking to share we're asking you to subscribe review go on our on our, on our itunes you know the five the stars Apple please podcast. five stars yeah man and five star that put a review tell your people to go on there subscribe put a review you know that that's the type of support we need from y'all right now you know it's not you know, we don't need uh, financial support. We just need support from our followership to, to go out there and like, subscribe, talk about it, put it on your IG pages, interact with us, too. Like, we've, we've talked about this countless times, but we want interaction. I want to be able to start uh, big upping businesses in the area, other, um, you know, uh, f other IGs, other, you know, uh, influencers in the area. And let's, let's, let's basically, do this. Basically, yeah. one hand washes the other. Exactly. We're, we're 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 heavy representing for the Hudson Valley in New York. Right. We we want to expand everywhere. There are a lot of people on our Instagram, um, our personal Instagrams that, you know, they have business ventures. Right. You know, in different states. We're we're out of New York. We're out of Poughkeepsie, mm -hmm. New York. We're we're very proud of our our town, yeah. our hometown, and we're doing the best we can to like plug in small businesses. You never know, like somebody that's never been to your your shop might catch catch the bug from us pause you know i don't want <laughs> right no no, no, no. Not, exactly. not the bad bug but, exactly you know exactly so, so we definitely want y'all to engage we yeah want, please, we want please, business please. owners to engage and we're gonna we're gonna continue bigging y'all up because it's kind of hard to have uh a podcast with this type of a format with food and music without talking the local stuff you know what i mean like this is That's where right. we are this is where we be at you know we, you know so plus we're mass supportive of, of exactly Exactly. Oh, I want to big up my people. We got friends. We've been around here for a minute. You know what I mean? So we got friends with businesses, and we definitely want to shout them out. So definitely, yeah, like, subscribe, and, and, and try your best to, to, to stay consistent with us, man. And we, we would love that. We would appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, back to it now. Back to it. Topic of the day, bro. Hot dogs, all right, and freestyling house music, bro. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a, such so, a, a rich history. But let's, let's get into the food real quick, bro, because, I mean... They want to know. They want to know what 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 Oni's what Oni's eating right now, bro. <laughs> well, I'm a big hot dog fan, and I I incorporate my hot dog love with baseball. I'm a big baseball fan, New York Yankee fan. You know, since since right, little kid. Right, big up to the Yanks. Word up, and you know, like right now, I got chili cheese dogs, chili cheese okay. dogs right here, which is like a. Is a major league plus for me because, you know, they don't really supply that over there in, in the, on the street corner vendors. Oh, oh let me start over. Okay. So when I say Yankees, mm. I mean like dirty water dogs. See, but I never got a good a good hot dog from at the game. Like by the time I got the hot dog, it was already dumb cold. You know what I mean? Like if if if, if I if, I mean don't get me wrong, they were great. Like especially the foot long joints. But like yeah, but I'm not paying eight dollars for a hot dog, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so it's I, everything I, I else. Would, yeah. So while I was waiting for the game to start or mm. for them to let us in, I I would grab at least three or four hot dogs out on the oh, outside outside right. yeah in the vendors. Right, 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 right. And like those are I mean, excuse my 
excuse my uh, vocabulary, but mm. those are the fresh ones. Right. You get what I mean? I mean? Like those, the hot dogs inside the stadium, the ones that they was passing down the aisle, those were garbage, bro. Like, but it was it was still good, good to get them. You know, like flat yeah, beer drunk. and cold hot dogs. Like, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. So Yeah, my, yeah. my alcohol level was high at that time. Right. So. so they still taste like the best hot dogs in the world. Yeah, it's like, oh, this really is like the shittiest hot dogs in the world. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm a city kid, man. I'm a city kid. So I grew up with... You know, Sabret, um, Sabret uh, hot dog carts pretty much on every corner, bro. Like, you you couldn't escape them. Like, you know, like, hot dogs were everywhere, bro. So, I mean, of course, everybody has the way that they would hit a dude on the corner. Like, you know, you had the dude who was like, a hot dog, a soda, and a bag of chips, 250 Fire. Right. You know what I mean? Like that a was can of soda? F- a can of soda? Yeah. You get a, a Sprite, a bag of chips... And a hot dog for two fifty, that was fire, kid. And everybody had at least two fifty in their pocket. So I was eating a lot of hot dogs back in the day, bro. So when Eat I went up to those do- <laughs> Well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, facts. But yeah, it was like how, how'd you how'd you what's your what's your go to dog? Like you'd go up to the hot dog cart guy and you'd be like, All right, bye. you know. Yeah, I'm simple. I'm simple. I'm 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 very simple. I keep it just very ketchup mustard. If I'm in the mood, like to grab three at a time, mm. I'll probably do a ketchup one, a ketchup mustard, and then a ketchup mustard uh, with a relish on top. Right. See, ketchup is, mustard uh, is that's a weird combo to me, bro. Like, I mean, because like yeah. there's such there's yeah they're so different. Like, would you put mustard on a hamburger? Right. Like that's more ketchup talk to me. So I always looked at kind of like hot dogs as like mustard town. Like if you're going to if you're going to condiments go you have to choose between ketchup. I always went mustard, especially Golden's spicy brown. Like my man at the Sabret's the Sabret's car, he always had the, the Golden's mustard. Put it on with the paintbrush type of, you know what I mean? Like he had like the little yeah. like Golden's with the paintbrush in it. Um yeah, I was always a brown mustard dude. I never did mustard and ketchup because they were almost like cancel each other out in a sense. Like well, I, I like, like the I don't like I don't like yellow mustard. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm, me I'm neither. I like I'm more the I'm brown mustard. Yeah, yeah, the brown mustard. I'm with you on that. Like I'm yeah. not really a fan of the the yellow one. Right. See, I would always do it the same way. I'm a big fan of um, of the Sabret onion sauce, bro. You, you you fucks with the the sabret? No, nah, you don't like really, the sabret onion. Oh my god, son! That, this is like my favorite condiment in the world, and the one that causes the most stress in my house, bro. Like, trust me, so I, I could clear out a room, bro. After after eating a hot dog with sabret's onion sauce, bro, I will clear out a room. Yeah, that is damn. Yeah, bro, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it wreaks havoc on, on my guts, bro. But still, I love it just the same. And like now. You know, like, because that was back in the day, like, I could only get that sauce, like, from the hot dog guy. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't doing my own groceries and, and, and stuff like that. So, right. you know, fast forward, I'm, you know, I, I'm buying groceries for my crib, da, 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 da. I find out that they sell the Sabra onion sauce in the supermarket. Yeah, they do. Right. So, I'm blown. At this point, I started putting onion sauce on everything. It was going on everything, bro. And I think that was, like, probably. But you don't even want to make it fresh? What, like onion sauce? No, like like saute your own onions. It's not the same. I've tried making, I've tried to imitate a, a sabret onion sauce, and to me, it's just not the same. There's something, there's some type of magic that goes on in that jar. I don't know if, if maybe it's because it sits on the shelf or so. Maybe there's some type of fermenting going. I have no idea what's up with that onion sauce, bro. But I've tried to imitate that sauce, and I can't. It's very distinct to me. And and I've yo, put good that. Good thing I got food here, bro. Cause you got me yo, hungry. Yo, I put I put uh 
I put the onion sauce in like to make meatloaf. You know, back in my meat eating days, I would use that for to make meatloaf. I put it in like right. making hamburgers. I would put that in the. I've done um, onion sauce in like soups. I've put that plus like the what's that? You know, like you get the Lipton onion soup mix. I put either like yeah, you yeah. know yeah I'll do like an onion soup. Um, so so breast was your only go to hot dog, bro. Well, in the city, I mean, you also had like, you know, like Nathan's, right? So, but Nathan's was more like you go to the spot, like you go to Coney Island and you have like Nathan's hot dogs or you go to certain places and they have like a Nathan's, um, Nathan's store. But like, as far as carts were, the carts mostly had like sabrettes, at least from all I could remember, or I only fucked with the ones that I saw the sabrette logo on the umbrella. But, you know, I also was raised in the Bronx, so we had like, um, Gray's, Gray's Papaya, Right now, I think this is where the love of like savory sauces on hot dogs comes from because I, I lived by Fordham Road, so my moms would always take me up and on Fordham, and then I, I believe it's Fordham, but I might be wrong because I'm, I'm dumb young at this time. But I remember going to Gray's Papaya, and son, the best experience of my life, bro. Like those hot dogs with their papaya sauce, and I still think that, that Gray's is around. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think Gray's is still around. But Gray's Papaya with the papaya sauce, son. One of the greatest. And then they also had like a passion fruit drink that you got there too, a papaya juice. It was crazy, bro. But yeah, they didn't have that everywhere. Like that wasn't like in the cart. So later on, you know, when I'm buying, like I'm a, I'm a teenager and I'm buying hot dogs. Like to me, the onion sauce was very similar to that Gray's papaya sauce. And I, I just always kept my, my hot dog savory. You know, I always threw that on. I wasn't fucking with sauerkraut. I wasn't like the works. Like, there's people who would do that. Like, the works. Nah, you ever seen? That's weird, bro. Like, the works on a hot dog? OD. Uh, You're just the selfish. Most, the, most, the most I'll do is relish. Yo, relish. Yeah, I fuck with relish, too. But, like, there's dudes who would literally put the onion sauce, sauerkraut, relish, mustard, and ketchup, bro. And chili if the dude had chili, too. Like, the works. Like, you're nuts. Right. You're just selfish, so, bro. <laughs> nah, you're just fat ass. That's, yeah, that's for all real. good. Nah, so I I want to touch on something you just said about the whole papaya thing. Okay. So now Newman's Newman's um, like salsa. You know, no one talking about Newman's. Like yeah, yeah, Newman's like Newman's, Newman's own. Yeah, Newman's own. So Newman's has like like fruit based sauces, mm -hmm. and my favorite one is mango. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm mango. I, I love mango. Bro, I throw that on the hot dog sometimes just to switch it up. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a big fruit fan when it comes to like stuff like throwing out hot dogs or like like Hawaiian pizza. I hate mm. that. Oh, like the pineapples. I hate, yeah, I can't stand that yeah. pineapple and and ham on a pizza. Yeah. No, that's that Latin no, so shit though. Pineapples and ham. That's not no Latin. Latin. That's yes, not, it is, that's bro. Not we no. always would cook hams with the pineapples on it and the cherries on it. Like we would do. Yeah, but this is going on a pizza. Yeah, I know. I guess. Yeah, I never got that, bro. I never was really with. Pineapples on a pizza, especially the way that that they would do it, like the, these big ass pineapple chunks, like from the Del Monte can, like it's OD. Maybe if they would have made it a little more finely chopped or some type of joint, you know, like sprinkle it. I don't know. I, I just never, I never met a Hawaiian pizza that I that I fucked with. Like, no, yeah. I didn't like any of it. So, yeah. not to not to go get scattered or whatever, but right. so I'm a big uh, Hebrew National fan. Mm -hmm. The Nathans, I love. So, Brett's, you can't go wrong. I'm not really a fan of the ballpark. Um, what else is there? 
Ballpark was all right. Ballparks used to uh, they they plump when you cook them, right? That was like an ad campaign about that. Like they would plump when you cook them. So these things would just be od big. So like talk about hot dogs, right? So yeah, like. All those hot dogs were well and good, like the sabrettes and all that shit. But like we lived with Abuela, so most of the time she wasn't. My grandmother wasn't buying me a pack of sabrettes because them joints, even back then, were more expensive than like say an, a pack of Armor hot dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like brand. or or Bar S. You know what I mean? Like those <laughs> cheap hot dogs. Like so, my grandmother would get me more stuff like that, and uh, and she definitely wasn't buying me sabrette onion sauce. Most of the time, she wouldn't even buy hot dog buns. Like, I was putting this in between Wonder Slices. <laughs> That's right. That's Yo, what? Right. So, Wonder Slice hot dog with, with some yellow mustard, and I was all right, B. You know, that's Why do you need a hot dog bun? Exactly. Exactly. You got bread Wonder Slices, you good. You good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, you ever had the, um? remember, Frankenfooders? No, you ever I had those? Had that. Those were the, the ones that had the chili on the inside. It was like... Mm. It was yeah. It was a hot dog that had like a chili thing on the like stuffed hot dogs. They had the cheesy joints. I know you probably had a cheesy dog, right? The hot dogs that got oh, the cheese yeah, in yeah. them. But they had yeah. these ones called back in the day called Frankenfooders, and like they had like dead ass like the Frankenstein monster in the branding. Like this was his hot dog. Like like <laughs> the, I think the commercial was like a dude like trying to create you know a Frankenstein monster, and then he like does some crazy How'd experiment. Frankenstein, like, you know, he's all, he's all like sex nuts with neon green lights talking about, oh my God, this is going to be the best hot dog. And he like hooks him up to like fucking jumper cables. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. He hooks him up to the jumper cables and then boom, the Frankenfooder is born and it has like chili on it inside. Bro. That's wild. Yo, these things got me so sick as a kid, bro, because I used to like eat them raw. Like I would, because oh. you could eat a hot dog raw, like it's already cooked. But like for some reason, you know what? You know what I used to eat raw? Uh, uh, the those little sausages. Oh, the Vienna sausages. The Vienna sausages. Yo, yeah, I used to I love got them. a I got a wild story about Vienna, and that's in the yeah, hot dog family. Right. So we could keep it there. That's in the hot dog family. Yeah, yeah. That's we so good, wild that you, I didn't plan on talking about this, yo. So I'm, yo, I'm who like, doesn't love Vienna sausages, man. Yo, especially in the Latin community, bro. Yeah, we, we was heavy. Put that um, in the arroz. For the Libby's, the Libby's Vienna sausages, right? All right, so bang. So I'm like in the fourth grade, right? So God bless the dead. God bless my mother, yo. She was so ill, but a very busy woman. She's a single parent. She's raising me. I'm in probably, it's like the fourth grade. And we had an international fair. So everybody had to make like a dish and bring it to school. Now, mind you, I'm going to elementary school in Riverdale, and it's mostly a white populated and Jewish community. This is like a, kind of a richer area in the Bronx. I was living there at the time. Right. And uh, I don't even remember the the, the the school name, but regardless, international fair. My mother did not have time, bro, to like whip up anything, like you know, not even like gandule. Like she couldn't do nothing for me, bro. So that morning, she literally took me to the food emporium, got me like one of those white styrofoam plates, like a pack of white styrofoam plates. And Vienna sausages. She got me like ten cans of Vienna sausages and toothpicks. And she said, just put them out on the on the on the plate. Put the toothpicks in them and call them Puerto Rican sausages, bro. I shit you not. But yo, the 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 crazy thing is nobody at the international fair really had fucked with these sausages before, so they're like eating these cold sausages with the toothpicks, and I'm like, yeah, it's Puerto Rican sausage, and and they went nuts over these things, bro. Me, I used to eat these all the time, but I guess they weren't familiar with these, and of course right. I didn't. Yeah, I had the cans kind of tucked away in the in the bag, so yo. 
they really thought that this was Puerto Rican sausages, bro. So God That's bless crazy. the dead to my mother for having to like whip that up on the fly, you know, as, as struggling single moms most of, most of the time have to do. But uh, yeah, Vienna sausages, bro. And I think I ate too much at one at one point of those that I threw up or something. Like I don't, yeah. I don't mess with. Yeah, I used to because you eat them raw. So those and like the Vita Rose crackers. You ever get those the big yeah. bucket of Vita Rose crackers? So the I was green like, one. yeah, like you see all that nasty shit. You ever had devil ham? Like the, it was like a paste yeah. almost. It was like it's kind of nah, like Vienna sausages, ate, but blended, like blended. Nah, we Vienna's. just ate spam. Oh, yeah, I used to eat a lot of spam too back spam then. Spam and the rice. Yeah, yo, that's that's. We a ate a lot of canned. Right yo, Latinos ate a lot of canned meat. Yo, facts, right? That's yeah. so crazy. You know where that comes from? That no. comes, from, yeah, that comes from like like uh, U.S. aid, right? So like when when uh, the government was trying to figure out ways to help, like uh, you know countries that were like you know impoverished so you have like countries like hawaii that needed help puerto rico that needed help you know cuba dominican Republic, all these places that had intervention not, not dominican republic but like there was some caribbean spots that needed intervention right so like there would be they would send out like canned meat bro like to help you know feed people so that's why like in like places like hawaii and Puerto Rico, you have like this spam type of thing going on because in the in the fifties they were just sending out mad cans of spam and Vienna sausages and all that shit like to help those those countries. So it actually we would include them into recipes and it just became kind of like part of our diet, which is weird, bro. But regardless, I, I know I always go down these weird rabbit holes, but um, fact, master flex. Yeah, yeah, that's Can all right. And the Latino community. Oh my God. Yo, that and chorizo. Yeah, yeah. I love chorizo. Yeah. I love chorizo. I love Spanish chorizo. Right. So not to get not to get too crazy, but uh mm. so back to the hot dogs. Right. Yeah, Hebrew Nationals is my joint. Hebrew, Hebrew Nationals fire. Hebrew Nationals. Yeah, Hebrew fire, Nationals, man. Nathan's. But uh, I just picked up some um some like already made chili from Adams Fair Ica Farms. Okay. And I just right. tossed that on here and then um I just re- use regular cheddar cheese. Oh, so you got it like Rap- from where Adams, like where they they cook it and they have it in a pot type of joint. Yeah, yeah. It's like Adams is good for that, right? It's fire. Like they always got like yeah. some like you know the shit that kind of make and they and they keep in the pots. I always go there for Listen, like the salad bar and stuff like that. Yeah, so three dollars and change for a small one is more than enough for yeah. like a couple hot dogs. Hot dogs, yeah. So yeah, so I toss them on there and then um uh I put the the hot dogs on the on the frying pan because I'm not really I'm not really uh. A boiling type of guy, like I'm not really a boiler. I, Yo, B, make I, I like sure it. make sure that you're talking you're talking like to the mic. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I know we get off like like we're doing this like on a FaceTime thing. So like if you're not talking in the mic, B, we're not. Oh yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, all right. All right so not to cut you off, B. I just wanted to make sure we were good there. Um, so yeah, go back and back back. What you were saying? Oh, the chili. I throw it on the hot dog and then I, I I make sure I cook my hot dogs on the frying pan. I'm not really a boiler. Oh, you're not a boiler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like the way it, I don't like the way it comes out. I like mine nice and crispy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like I'm the the type that likes to throw like a little bit of butter in the pan and just you gotta yeah, take no your butter. time with them. Like you gotta you know you gotta like turn them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nah, I, I use that. I use their own grease. Oh, you, oh, you just throw them in there, just just raw dogging. Like no, no. Yeah, butter. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just, use their own I just grease. throw the hot dogs raw dog them. <laughs> yeah, it just has its own lubricants that just come out into the pan, and you just fry them up in its own juices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you know what you know what I have to throw because you know I've talked about this before. I'm a vegetarian, so 
me being a vegetarian, these things do not come with the fats that that are present in like normal hot dogs, bro. And if they do, then you know it's kind of like unnatural. It's more like filler fats. They're putting like mad canola and all types of stuff in there. Um, I, I mess with these uh, these these hot dogs called Smart Pups. <laughs> Right. Okay. And like, yeah, they kind of remind me of like an armor hot dog. They, they definitely look like an like an armor or a bar S, like a cheap hot dog. Um, and I'll be honest with you, bro. They're not the greatest thing. They're not. They, they, they really suck. Uh, when I talk hot dogs, you know. I, but I, in I, what and what and what standpoint? Because you can't compare. Them. I, I'm, I'm be honest with you. Like, uh-huh. see, I don't I don't knock. I don't knock people that eat vegetarian food. Right. I just don't like comparing it to meat products. Right. And I don't like having these conversations with vegetarians because I'm a meat eater. Right. And if you're telling me that it's healthier for me, right. that's that's a good that's a good that's a good uh conversation right there. Right, of course. But if you if you're going to tell me like, you know, oh, it doesn't taste that great or it tastes way better than meat hot dogs, like no. we're not going to have that. No, like, not at all. Your opinion you're not, not gonna matter to me. My my when it comes to when it comes to hot dogs, I, that's why I can still talk so adamantly about like Sabrettes versus Nathan's versus Ballpark because that's what a hot dog is. These these hot dogs, these light life hot dogs or smart pups or whatever vegetarians are eating, they're just there just so that, you know, for people who miss, you know, a barbecue experience or who wanna have, you know, like just to kind of have that once in a while. But in no way are comparable. Like, I mean, I've eaten, like, some of these uh, vegetarian hamburgers, and they're getting close, bro. There's, like, you can go and get an Impossible Whopper at Burger King, and that joint, you will not really be able to tell the difference, bro, and that's facts. But hot dogs, they haven't done it yet. They they still have not gotten there yet, and I will not put my stamp on any hot dog, a vegetarian hot dog, bro. They're all trash. But... It's still dope, you know, to be able to throw them on the grill at a, at a family barbecue. It's still, you know, because it is a healthier option if you want a hot dog. But mm-hmm. better or even similar? No. No way. They can't get the texture right. They can't. They just I don't. I know. And that's Damn. good narrative. That's a good mm-hmm. narrative. Between you, like, like say, for instance, you and I have a discussion about meat, meat versus vegetarian. Right, right. This is a good conversation. This is a good narrative because, right. like, I'm not going to sit here and say to you that, like, I'm gonna enjoy this vegetarian hot dog. No, I'll eat it. I'll eat it just to say I did. Right. But right. I'm not. I rather just not eat hot dogs at all. Right. Yeah. I, f- I feel you. I feel you. Like I would never try to tell anybody, Yo, B, if you like hot dogs, you should fuck with these because they're so much better for you. Nah, I won't do that. I'm the type of person who was like, Yo, I want to stop consuming meat. And then one day I was like, damn, but I wish I had a hot dog. All right, I guess these will work. Like, that's kind of like where, where that comes from. Oh, I, oh, damn, I miss a hamburger. All right, I'll make a Beyond joint. But for the most part, when you're a vegetarian, bro, your goal is to eat as much vegetables as possible. That's what you should be doing. If you're going to get your, 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 your primary nutrient source from vegetables, then there has to be vegetables in the mix. I hate vegetarians who, like, do this and then they just eat nothing but meat substitutes. My dude, that's not healthy. You can't eat nothing but all this chemical concoction bullshit and think that you're doing something better for your body. You're not. If you if that's the only if that's the only thing you're gonna eat, you might as well just eat meat. If all you're gonna eat is meat substitutes. Meat. I've had meat. I've had meatless chili. It was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you could do a lot of things, bro. You know, and and have meatless experience. You got it's meatless not, tacos and stuff like yeah. But I it do just a lot doesn't taste the same to me, man. No, like, I don't know. It's not. It's not the same, and I'll never say that it is, bro. I'll never say that it is. My goal, and and I don't, and I don't want my my meat substitutes 
to be so convincing that that's all I'm eating. You know what I mean? Like it can't be that. You gotta you gotta eat vegetables. You gotta like see those colors on your plate. You know you have to. You know you can include your starches, your pastas, and all that stuff, but still it should be heavy on the vegetable, bro. Heavy on the fruits. These are the things that vegetarians should be eating. But I think vegetarians get kind of caught up in the snacks and the meat substitutes. Like my daughter, which I told you is the one who put me on a vegetarian vegetarianism. She she I don't think she fully eats that well she's more like into the snacks and and knowing what is you know what has animal products in it what doesn't and and stuff like that eats a lot of meat substitutes but i tell her all the time like baby girl you need to start eating more vegetables or if not you're just gonna you're gonna fail at this you're gonna get sick and then think that going back to meat is the right way you can thrive on a vegetarian diet it's just you have to be eating the right things so for for vegetarians who love hot dogs there are options, but trust me, they are not as good, and don't ever expect them to be facts. Word. Yeah. But, yeah, I miss them. I'm having them today. I'm having some, some, uh, some smart dogs. You know what I've done with them before, too? Like, you know what I've been missing sometimes, B? Another one of these, like, little canned favorites that we used to have is, like, the beanie weenies. You know what I mean? Like, the pork and beans <laughs> with the cut-up dogs in them. Oh, uh, my, my joint was uh, mac and cheese and hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it's still good to do that with these things. Like, if you miss that type of stuff, I'll do it with the smart pups and I'll cut them up you like know little crazy? slices. You know what's crazy? I started buying uh, the, the bag broccoli lately. And I'll, I'll warm it up. It's, uh, what is that? Um, Sunrise? I don't know what, what brand it is. Uh-huh. But you can put it, pop it in the microwave for like five minutes. And then if you want to, like, put it on the frying pan just to crisp it up. Over. And I toss that in there with the mac and cheese and the hot dogs. Oh, fire. You know, just try to pretend like I'm eating eat real healthier. super healthy. Yeah. No, that's, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a broccoli fan, bro. I still struggle. Oh, I love with, broccoli. I, I love still broccoli. struggle with broccoli. I think I it's just broccoli, like from as a kid. I would hide my broccoli. And my mother would, like, put it on my plate. And I was an only child, so I would eat alone a lot of the times. Like, my mother and my father would eat in the living room, and they'd leave me in the kitchen, at the kitchen table. Damn. So she would find broccoli hidden in all types of places, bro. It'd be under the stove, underneath the radiator, you know, like all types of places. I would hide my broccoli, bro. I hated it. And I still, to this day, maybe once in a while I'll do like broccoli rob. You ever had like broccoli rob, the smaller joint? Like, I love, I love yeah, broccoli Yeah, I rob. fuck with broccoli rob, like raw, like in a salad, like broccoli rob is fire. Yeah. But I never really got into like steamed broccoli or cauliflower. Still to this day, I still hate it, bro. I'm a fan of broccoli rob with uh, sausage. Okay. Like spicy, spicy Italian sauces. That's okay. really good, bro. Yeah. That's really good. And cauliflower, I've been throwing that in the mix, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been trying. I had when I went down to Miami last week. I had uh, cauliflower tacos. Okay. Yeah, you sent me a yeah. picture of that. You sent me a picture of that. What yeah. do they like? Stir fried the cauliflower to kind of make it like a, I like a taco meat. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did, but fire. it was really good. It was very, it was very healthy. It was very, I want to say like fresh. Right. You see what I mean? Like, but that's where, that's where substituting can go. That's where it goes in the right direction. Like, if you can take cauliflower or mushrooms, right, and saute that mushroom onion, like make a saute of mushroom onions, and throw that in as your substitute for, for ground beef, then you're, you're winning. You're winning right there. That's not like some processed, crappy substitute. You know what I mean? Like, that's an actual, a great substitute if you wanted to do a taco night vegan style or vegetarian style like some people still put cheese in that or whatever but like a, a sauteed mushroom and onion type of joint is is it can be exactly textually like a like a like a ground beef 
I, I've done that before, and it comes out fire. Here. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 love our hot dogs. We love our uh, um, our canned meats. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you this much though. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to lay lay off the the hot dogs for a minute in this this whole. I, I probably eat more hot dogs uh, today than I've eaten in a while, bro. You know what I think these guys tend to do is they they put a lot of sodium in it to kind of mask how whack they are, especially with these these vegetarians. Well, I was getting ready for the hot dogs all week long because <laughs> I know the, the the sodium levels through the roof, and the chili yes. doesn't help, and the cheese doesn't help. No, and and no. if I had my option to do it right now, mm. I would probably uh, if I had it, I would have mm. some fries with this. Well, it's a part. It's part of preserving the the the, the processed meat is to add a lot of sodium. And actually, as a preservative, that's why you have so much sodium in like the spam, and and the devil's ham and all that stuff, man. It's it's a lot of sodium, bro. So yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna I'll get back on my juice, yo. I've been still on it, man. Still like uh, I had a good experience from after last week's uh, uh, juice experiments. I've been kind of like I kept drinking juice throughout the week, and I feel. Like I had more energy this week, you know what Yo, I mean. Juice like, is delicious, man. That's yeah. the way to go. I have yeah. to go shopping tomorrow, right, to mm. re up for the week. And like I was trying to tell you, I'm gonna like double up on my pineapple uh, purchases, okay, so that the following week I can I can implement that into my uh, my juices. Right, right. But just yeah, for that, sweetness. That, yeah, it takes a minute to to you know what's I had a, a dude that I used to work with. His name is Paulie Pineapples. Yo, he put me on the game. <laughs> right. Yeah, his name is Paulie Pineapples. No bullshit. Um, uh, That's his real name, or you just made that up? His name is well, uh, yeah, I made it up because his name was Paulie, like Paulie, and he was a demo guy at Sam's Club, and he would always demo pineapples for me. I was the produce manager, gotcha. and he would demo, and he had so much like hey, Paulie. He had like mad pineapple gems, things that he would tell the customers to get them to buy pineapples. So I used to just fuck around and call him Paulie Pineapples, but he put me on like to like keeping them on the table upside down. Like, if you do that, yeah, yeah. yeah all the sugars that kind of rush, that are on the bottom, they kind of, like, go back and they redistribute. So, and it actually helps it ripen quicker, too. So, shout-outs to Paulie Pineapples, man. I think he's still, he's an old dude, man. I hope he's still. If not, you know, rest in peace, Paul. I don't, I don't know. I got I to gotta find out what's going on with Paulie, but he was the man. He was, like, 90 back then, so I got to find out what's going on. Yo, another thing, man. Ugh. I really don't want to talk about this, mm. but... R.I.P. Black Rob. Right. <clears throat> right. We just lost another iconic hip hop artist. Rest yeah. in peace, Black Rob. What's your what's your uh favorite Black Rob tune? I, I I mean I'd hate to say it, but you know, cliche it is whoa. You know, um he had a couple joints out. I know he did some joints on the Diddy the Diddy albums and stuff like that, but it was whoa for me. Um I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. He only had a couple of albums back then, right? And then just kinda Disappeared, right? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but he had, I want to say he had two albums. Mm, yeah. Um, I think I only had, I think I was still spinning records mm. when his uh, when his first single came out for his uh, second album, which is wild. I, I haven't spun records in a long time. Right. But you were getting that stuff through the, the record pools and all that stuff. Right? Yeah, I was getting that through the heavy hitters. Right. Mm. And... What's really wild is that, oh man, I don't know. I guess like, how can we turn this into something positive? So, yo, we gotta be grateful. We gotta have gratitude. You know, mm. call everyone up. I just lost a cousin on Thursday. 
Mike, and yeah, my condolences on that too, brother. Thank you, thank you. You have brought her up rough, actually we, in the last podcast. You brought her up. We did bring her up. This is yeah, why we. Yeah, I yeah. shouted her out on the last podcast, and you know, losing family is horrible. Losing anyone is like insane, especially at a young age. He was only fifty. Black Rob was only fifty-one. Right. And I and I emphasize that because. You know, we have to try to live life to the fullest every day. And I'm I'm going to shout you out, bro, again, you know, for making this happen. Mm-hmm. Because this is great interaction with somebody that, you know, I basically have time with. You know, we met in 99, mm-hmm. and we've just been, like, we've been trying to find our niche. And this is this is probably, like, the most successful uh platform we've had yeah as far as ventures yeah yeah like the the momentum of it yeah yeah we've been in and out we've had our joint ventures back and forth before but yeah yeah but this is this is probably the best one and it's very it's very uh it's very productive yeah it's very productive it's very you know it's relevant too yeah yeah Yeah. so i just say that to say this that you know be grateful this is this is our positive positive uh note for the day Let's be grateful for, you know, who we have, what we have. I was listening to this Bob Marley interview before we started the podcast today. And the interviewer asked Bob Marley, you know, are you a rich person? Do you have a lot of possessions? And Bob Marley answered him with, is that what you consider, you know, rich for me to have a lot of stuff? Then no, I'm not rich, but I do have life. You know, I have my family. That's what I consider. That's what I consider to be rich. Facts. So, facts. Shout you know, out to that. Man. Yeah. yeah so let's 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 keep that in mind. You know, life is short, and with all the things that are going on in the world right now, it's they're making it shorter. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I. It's tough. It's tough to watch. I don't want. Like, I don't. I don't want to live like that. Yeah. It's tough watching. Um. Us, you know, kind of being up there in age, not as old as, you know, some of these guys that are that have been passing, some of these legends that have been passing, rather. Um, but it's hard to watch our icons, you know, um, yeah. dying this way because of health complications. I, I hear more and more as they start getting into the DMX thing, you know, all they really know for certain was that it's a heart attack. And a person having an, a heart attack at 50 years old, you know, unfortunately is common. And, and it has a lot to do with, with lifestyle choices, of course. But nobody could exactly. really focus on what lifestyle choices both of these men were making. You know, they just probably weren't making the, health, the healthiest lifestyle choices. When you look at, you know, pictures of both of these dudes, man, if you think about it, shortly before they're dying, they didn't either look to be in the healthiest way. You know, when I seen DMX on, um, on Drink Champs, you know, he didn't. He didn't have a healthy aura about him. You know what I'm saying? He looked a little chubbier. He looked a little grayer. He looked a little bit more sunken in the eyes. Same thing with Rob. You know, he, he had these pictures coming out, more so him in the hospital, but that doesn't help. But, you know, these guys weren't, you know, I know he's been having strokes for like the last five years, bro, Black Rob. So, um, and there was so much, like, when you told me about it, I, I almost didn't believe you because you go online. Like, you told me right when it happened, bro. Like, you literally, you told me before there was news articles about it. Um, yeah. There was nothing, and then Fat Joe, you showed you showed me the that Fat Joe had shouted it out, and then I went on IG, and at that moment Fat Joe was having a live, 
and he was talking about it. And I was like, damn, yo, this really is happening. I even commented on that live. <laughs> yo, no bullshit. On the Fat Joe Live, I was like, you sure be? Because I can't find nothing online. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 thank God he didn't go, yo, who the fuck are you? Shut up. Like, <laughs> I know, right? You know what I mean? But then right after I said that comment, I went back on Google and typed it. And sure as shit, five minutes, somebody had broke the story that Rob was dead. You know, and so I found out that he's he's been having strokes for years, for five years. He's been back and forth with these strokes. Got actually released from the hospital three days ago. And his people were like, yo, he's feeling better. He just got out the hospital. He's doing better. And then, boom, has another stroke, and this one just knocks him out. My grandfather died because of strokes, bro. So, like, strokes kind of run in my family. Um, and, yeah, man, we just got to make sure that we're, we're eating the right things, man. We're exercising, you know, especially as you get up in, in age. You know, we got to, you know, uh, movement is medicine, man. That's what they say. Movement is medicine, man. And you got to be active. Don't get complacent. You know what I mean? Don't, get, don't be That's right. comfortable with your dad body, you know, whether or not people think it's sexy or not. You know, us as, as, as older men, we really got to make sure as we just get into our 40s, we got to be on top of things, man. Get our regular checkups, you know, do your, 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 your screenings and do all the, the necessary things we got to do at this age, man. You know, this is important. As much as people might not like going to the doctors or eating healthy things, try and include some of that more into your life. We want to have a life with our children. We want to be able to pass on knowledge. We want to have a good time with our family. And the only way to do that, man, is to... Be proactive about that and make sure that you're doing the right things for your health. Word app. Yo, great, great positive note. Mm -hmm. um, just to switch things up, just want to remind everybody, once again, who doesn't love food and music, we do have our own page on Instagram. We have our platforms for the, for the podcast available on Google, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Yeah. So you have different outlets to find us on. Um, please, you know, give us five stars review or give drop a comment. Let's 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 interact with one each other. We're very grateful for the for the strong numbers that we have, and you know, we're just gonna keep plugging away. We're we're yeah, very uh, we're very focused on this little venture of ours, and we're very, very proud of it. And we're gonna mm -hmm. keep it moving. Yo, you know, you know what, what was, takes us? You know, it was dope last week when we had. Um, when we did the playlist thing, man, I really have fun doing that. And and I seen that right. there was a couple of people who plugged in and uh and they kinda went on these uh on our playlists and used them like during their workouts and it was actually cool to get get the feedback that we did um from people. And we're definitely gonna be doing that, you know, more and more down the line. I think that's gonna be a great little yeah, we're gonna do for, that our, for our topics. Periodically. You know, like, yeah, 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 we'll periodically. do different playlists and, and get it out there. You had some things on there, um, on your playlist, bro. You had some house joints on your on your playlist. Yeah, man. I yeah, had the Nightcrawlers, yeah, which is yeah, a, cla a classic yeah, group. Right, and and so let's 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 talk about that a little bit, B, because I, I, you know the topic for this week is is house and freestyle, and um, you said that that house really got you like in a, in a specific mood. I, I want you to talk about that a little bit, B. Oh yeah, man. Listen, that high intensity. See, I'm a DJ. And I mean, when, when I used to DJ, I loved, you know, the BPMs. Mm. So the BPMs, the beats per minute, you know, when it was a good buck 24, you know, buck 28, you know, those were house tracks. Right. So when I play that, you know, it's a good, you know, fast paced type of beat where you can like, use that on the treadmill. And one of my favorite uh, artists, 
is uh let me see how can i say this are we doing freestyle we could do we could do both bro i mean like i think i think they're they're very interchangeable you know like they came I mean, I around TKA. they came out around the same time you know like yo freestyle mu- when freestyle music i think about tka right well, tka tka mm. who had uh, a lot of a lot of great gems um mm. maria louder than love right. oh great 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 group k k7 like you know he came out of that one right. I, I remember k7 being on hot 97 hosting mm-hmm. hosting shows and um let me see you know freestyle I, is really is really kind of like a nickname for it bro like when you talk to the ogs in in the freestyle um the freestyle genre they they call it more latin hip-hop bro they call yeah. this yeah latin hip-hop at that time yo like freestyle was kind of like um, the Latinos' way of finding their own slot in the hip hop realm because Latinos were were very detrimental, bro. Like to the success of hip hop, we we are part of the story, and no one can deny that Puerto Ricans, Cubans, us as Latinos, you know, in in Florida, in in New York, um, in Chicago, they were part of the success story of hip hop, bro. But but you know, it was looked at more of like a like 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 a black thing or a black culture, and so for us to define us and define our niche in 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 this medium of hip hop, we created what what was we called Latin hip hop, bro. And then and then it got turned into actually freestyle music when you had uh, different clubs that would start picking it up. But but I found out, and and this is me like you know trying to like really find more stuff to talk about you know during this podcast. We talked about the topic last week. House music, bro. House music is more of a, a Chicago thing, right? So you have like these dance clubs in the early '80s, like um, like the Warehouse, and um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of like a lot of clubs that had a very diverse group of people in them. You get what I mean? Right. Because yeah. at, at, in the early '80s, you have like these people. You have like the I wouldn't say the movements were present, but like the movements were present more in the in the 70s, you know, like uh, women's rights, black activism, uh, 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 gay movements, all of these elements, like a lot of people were getting their voices heard. So now, now these people are also partying together, bro, right? So you have the disco thing going on in the 70s and people were like in these discos from a very diverse audience, bro. And they're, and they're doing their thing. But disco winded up becoming like so oversaturated that people were really on some shit like fuck disco music like disco sucks like that's a whole thing like there was a campaign where disco sucks they even brought like i think it was in um what was it in chicago stadium like where the cubs play they brought yeah wrigley bang all right so they they brought all like disco records to the stadium bro and burned them in effigy like yeah like they were really uh, on some fuck disco shit right so at that same time the backlash to that, right, was people like creating music in their house, right, in their basement. This is before even hip hop producers were making their own beats. Even back then, you still needed uh, uh, instruments and a band to to make music as a hip hop mm-hmm. artist, you know. But these guys in the early '80s, same like with hip hop, they had they they discovered a, a beautiful machine called the 808. 
and mm-hmm. they and they and they use this and in their basements, you know, this is a whole DJ culture, bro. They were pretty much in the Chicago, they were doing the same thing that Herc and Flash were doing with hip hop breaks. They were doing it, but they were doing it different out in Chicago. Right? You had a uh you had a, a DJ, um what was his name? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to remember. Well, you had Frankie Knuckles and then you had another dude um that uh He's a DJ out there, and he was like a like a heroin addict, bro. Right, so he'd be doing like these. Yeah, confirmed, straight facts. I'm, I'm trying to like remember his name, bro. Oh, Ron Hardy, right? So he's he's like this famous DJ out in Chicago. He's he's a heroin addict, bro, and he's playing like these disco breaks, and he's doing all this shit. But because of his heroin, he thought that it was the music sounded too slow, so he speeded it up, mm-hmm. and. And, and this is where the tempo of house music comes from. That 120, 110 vibe was coming from this dude really actually speeding it up because he thought it was too slow while he was on heroin. And that, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy <laughs> when you really, I know. So you have these DJs out in Chicago who are doing this, man, and it turns into, it just snowballed, bro, into this like crazy thing. This comes back to New York, right? And the clubs in New York are really rocking with this, like this house music and all this stuff. And it gets adapted, bro. And then we start adding singers and all this type of shit to it. And then boom, freestyle music or Latin hip hop is born. So freestyle actually kind of got jump started by the house movement in Chicago. And it like it came over to New York and Miami. And they just those DJs kind of just build it from that, bro. And it's kind of so, nuts. And this, and this is my problem with the whole this topic. Say, mm. for instance, because, like, I mentioned you, TKA, right? Mm. And then you dropped all this knowledge. Mm. So my thing is, like, I love freestyle music. And mm. the freestyle music that I love are the ones that were either played on, like, mainstream radio um, in, in my area. Right. Or the, remember those, those freestyle CDs? It was, like, yellow in red and like it was like it would say like freestyle number one and mm-hmm. like it would have a whole list yeah it's that's the freestyle I listen to yeah so yeah. I'm saying that to say this and, and stuff like yeah. that little, little so I'm Susie's saying that's, yeah right. so I'm saying that to say this that I listened to this uh, freestyle DJ on Instagram like you know a few months ago mm-hmm. and I'd never heard these tracks that he was playing okay never heard them I even shazammed them while he was playing them and I was like yo what song is this and I guess that's like what the true freestyle um, lover. You could tell them from you can distinct them from me because, like, like I said, I'm a DJ. I only play like you know the 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 top forty uh, the top forty hits of freestyle like Debbie Deb, you know, uh, TKA, uh, like Brenda K Star, stuff like that. Yeah, I couldn't even mention to you without looking at my list. To be honest with you, yeah, it's just See, I, like like. Like all that stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. Like the the that whole scene, bro. Like there was a um a club out in New York at the time, the Fever. I'm pretty sure you've heard of the Fever. Hell this yeah. is yeah, this is run by a dude named Sal Albatello, right? And at that time, he's he's like he's putting a lot of people on, bro. He had um I guess he was the first club to have uh uh Grandmaster Flash. Like so Grandmaster Flash is at the Fever. But Sal Albatello, he's a Puerto Rican dude. You know what I mean? And 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 he's you know like really involved Does with that the confirm? pulse. Yes, B, this is confirmed, right? I'm so I, I, sure. I, I mean, if, if he's not a, if he's not Puerto Rican, then he's a he has like a different Puerto Rican vibe. I thought I always assumed he was Puerto Rican, especially with his involvement. But he might have been Italian or maybe half and half. But anyway, he's the owner of the Fever. 
brings on we'll flash. Find out. We'll find out during the week. Yeah, trust me, yo, he gets mad love. Hip hop, hip hop, um, definitely uh, uh, bigs up Sa Abatello and the Fever to to breaking a lot of people. He, he's uh, responsible for a lot. He actually opened uh, what was it? Fever Records. This is had Fat Joe on it, right? Like this had a lot of people on. It. He's responsible for a lot of people's career, but also freestyle music, bro. Freestyle. They call this dude like the godfather of freestyle music because he right. gave he gave these these dudes a stage man he gave Brenda K Star a stage to rock on and help spread her shit out so he was kind of like he was diddying it you know what i mean like before there was right, right. fever records he was like getting all these guys shows and they were coming to his club to to break these records and then he got wise and was like you know i might as well just turn this into a fucking you know a record label and then yeah i'm pretty sure he's he's responsible for a lot of those records breaking bro so I'll be telling yeah, the only the, fever, shout the out only to fever record i had was fat joe uh no wait what's your name niobe featuring fat joe mm. that was that that's the only fever record i remember having right you know, know there's there's she, a, there's, there's she, a, re, she redid she redid all night long with it was fat joe and, and ray vaughn oh, remember yeah? ray vaughn yeah i did <laughs> Yeah, Yo, Google that. Records. That's a hot joint. That's he. Um, they use the 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 BDP beat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shouts to Sal Abatello and the whole the whole freestyle movement out of New York. But you had other people. You know, like freestyle was also really popping in Miami at the same time. At the same time, as far as like, um, and it's so crazy how cyclical it is, bro. Because I think that the house and freestyle movement. In the, the early 80s of Miami is what kind of gave birth to, like, bass and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to speak on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was down in Miami this past week, and, you know, the night before I left, my brother-in-law, he starts playing music. He goes, you like freestyle, bro? I was like, yeah, put it on. Mm-hmm. And the freestyle he put on, <laughs> it was nowhere near anything that I've ever heard of. Yeah, and that I shit is more heard. poppy. Like the Miami freestyle was a little more poppy yeah. sounding. Had a little more power. No, this there. no, this was very this was very Miami based, bro. Oh, was it? Okay. Like, I was never I was never introduced to this type of music. And it's it's crazy like watching like um documentaries of, you know, Luke and um let me see uh Pitbull. Right. And like just to hear these guys talk, it, it's just like it's a whole neck of the woods that I was never really introduced to or never really paid attention to. Right. And it's a thing down there. Oh, yeah. That Miami that Miami base is, is something serious. And yeah. so my brother-in-law, like, he put me on to, like, a, a few artists that he says is freestyle. Right. And he's basically telling he's telling me that, like, well, this is the stuff that I grew up on. And like, he, we're the same age. So it's kind of like... Yo, Latin, uh, uh, Miami freestyle and and New York freestyle is comparable to kind of like you remember when there was HD and Blu-ray, right? Like yeah. at the same time, they were both 720p, and then all no, so you had HD and Blu-ray, right? So HD is at 720p, and then all of a sudden Blu-ray comes out and it's like 1080p. It's kind of like the same thing. So like New York freestyle is where you get a bulk of those. Um, those hit records that people really remember. That's that's the New York freestyle sound. But there was still right. a lot, a lot of stuff that came out of the Miami freestyle sound at the same time that still rings off. You know what I mean? Like I think uh you had uh producers like um 
oh, who was their names? Uh, like Latin Rascals. And these guys used to produce for people like Sapphire and all that stuff back in the day. So, but if you listen to like Sapphire, her stuff was very poppy. It was they were almost like trying yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like like Latin uh, like Latin um, Debbie Gibsons. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing is what their their sound was trying to do. Like Latin Debbie Gibsons. Like let's be poppy, let's be percussive, let's have the 808s, but we're gonna have that Debbie Gibson type of vibe, the same type of, you know, dances and videos as the Debbie Gibson thing. So they were smart. Their whole their whole strategy for how they produced music and and and, and the the records that they broke at that time was smart. Cause they had like people like Sapphire who 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 had like a, a great career. But at the same time, you have like exactly like how you brought up like uh, TKA, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and Stevie B and Brenda Kaysaw and all that stuff ringing out in New York, and and it was almost like they had to give it up, yo. Like New York was the mecca for freestyle music. But it all, you see, you making well, faces, all, I, man. No, I'm not making faces. I'm mm. making faces in agreeing, and I'm I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Yeah. But it, that's also because like I'm very biased. Yeah. Like if you're gonna ask me, like it all started in New York. But what I'm trying to tell you is that, mm. like, as New Yorkers, right? Like, our mentality is basically, if you leave it up to, if you leave it up to us to rewrite the Bible, <laughs> there was no Miami freestyle. <laughs> there was no. It was just like we'll we'll say some crazy nonsense. Like in the beginning, it all started in New York. In New York. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh my God. Yo, bro, listen, I I love it. I love good music talk. Like, we, we're expanding. You know, yeah. we're not just focusing on hip-hop, which is a... I mean, not a bad thing. It's, no, not at all. I, it's I'm all part of how we grew up, man. All of these songs were rigging out at, at, in our youth. These are the, 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 the songs that we were listening to. Like, I told you before, like, you know, house and freestyle was more like my cousin's music. I was too much into, like, Slick Rick and De La Soul to really give a shit what was going on with Stevie B. You know what I mean? And Little Susie came out around, like, I, I want to say, like, 89, 90, when Little Susie dropped um, Take Me In Your Arms. And it was weird because, you know, she's like this little girl, bro. Like, she was, like, like 11 or some shit, 12 or something like that. And it was it was weird, but so was I. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so so I was like, oh, she's a cutie. Like, whatever. She's at the playground. She got her little her little video. I think that was like the youngest artist that they broke in in, in that genre was, was Little Susie. And she still does a lot of, uh, like, they perform, bro. Like, they have these, like, freestyle concerts and shit. And well, she's they still did. going out there. They, they did. did. No, nah, well, yeah, like, before pre-pandemic, yeah, I know. Yeah, pre-pandemic. Actually, you know what? If you want to go on Facebook, mm. there, there's a there's a link for uh, We Still Love Freestyle. Right. I think that's the name of the link. And they'll have like different DJs. I think Frankie Cutlass is on there. Yeah, Frankie. Shouts to Frankie Cutlass. Yep, 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 yep. Mr. Bullock was on a set. Yeah, Louis Vega. I think he's still like really, uh, he's part of these like freestyle legend tours that they do. Yeah, Louis Vega. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Shout outs to all those dudes, man. Those those dudes pretty much molded molded our, our youth, bro, and, and 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 released some really really dope records, man. And you know, it's it's uh it's an interesting story, man, how it all came about. And that's why you know, so pardon me for like dropping all those little history nuggets there, but I think it's important for those that don't know. Yeah, listen, there's man. a there's a all, there's a genesis can, story can... to it too. Just like there's a genesis story to hip hop, there's a genesis story to freestyle. And Yo, it let's does keep include it, let's house. Keep it, let's keep it, it a buck right now. So shout to Chicago for all that. That's why you see Kanye still doing like these house mixes in his uh, when he does his um, 
his uh like the Sunday things when he was doing that, he does like all these house mixes. He was very, very influenced by the house mixes and, and all that shit like back in, in Yo, Chicago. Let's Frankie keep let's Knuckles. keep it a let's keep it a buck right now. So mm. like all we can really do is fact check each other. Yeah, of course. At the end of, at, at the end of the day, dropping some knowledge, it, it it doesn't hurt anybody. We can we can check it for the following right, week right. or whatnot. Listen, it's great to know, you know, these little tidbits. Yeah. Especially if you love music. Yeah, I soak it up, but sometimes I get stories crossed. <laughs> but but I know that at the core of what I'm saying is is is, is definitely facts. But um, yeah, sometimes I'll get some some names. No, no, no. So we're not we're not we're not gonna speak yeah. on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just leave we'll just leave it. For yeah, Chuck let them fact check. Yeah, they can fact check. You call you, you hit us up on the Instagram. And be like, yo, flock, you were full <laughs> of shit. That did yo. not happen. Fat Joe was not on Fever Records making music with Brenda K. Star. <laughs> well, hold on. I don't know if he was signed to Fever. Records, I know he had a Fever he affiliation. Was, he was definitely he down did. with Sal Albatello. Yeah, definitely. If, if you do check out that song, Niobe, uh-huh. there is a Fat Fever. Joe's on. Yeah, there is a Fever. Fat Joe was on it. Sal and had so his hands in a lot of people's pockets back in the day, bro. And you got, and that's one of those like unsung heroes. Like you really have to dig into the history of New York clubbing and New York um, underground music to find the name Sal Albatello. But I'm letting you know. You you look up that dude and you're gonna find that he's responsible for a lot of people's careers in hip hop and in freestyle, which is wild, bro. Because he did so much to get hip hop to the forefront, but then at the same time he took that platform and then made freestyle what it is. Like what we know of freestyle, it would not be here if it not if it not been for that dude. So definitely research him and and, and get you know. Get your facts up on him too, man, because he's a very interesting dude and a very celebrated dude in, in the industry. Right up. Yeah, so, so, in conclusion, we want to thank everyone once again for tuning in for right, this right, episode right, right. of Who Doesn't Love Food and Music. Do facts. check us out on us IG. We are on different platforms. Shout out yeah. to my doggy dog out here causing oh yeah causing a massive uh, feedback. Yeah, he's, he's on the soundtrack too. <laughs> yeah, he's our special guest. Right. <laughs> So we are going to be back in the kitchen together next week. Yes, next week, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, again, we are grateful for the strong few numbers that we do have. Right. And we want to thank you. And we always want to leave you off on this note that remember one thing and one thing only. Music is love. And food is, is life. life. There you go. Or food is life and music is love. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, we'll get it right next week. Yeah, we will. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Later. All right, y'all. We out.